Hi, my name is Anthony DeSimone, and this is the Yen Podcast. And you're listening to Entrepreneur's Island, which is that island that many entrepreneurs and small business owners place themselves on because they're convinced their problems are unique and no one can help. This podcast is all about sharing those problems, those very common problems, and offering solutions. that listen closely do you hear that that's your body talking to you what's that you don't hear anything well that's okay most people don't but believe it or not your body does have a voice and it's talking to you right now it's just that most of us aren't listening I was part of that non-listening group until about two years ago when the doctor told me I couldn't run for six months due to a sports hernia. Basically, a sports hernia is the weakening of muscles or tendons in the lower abdominal wall. It's a bunch of very small tears in the abdominal muscle. With the amount of exercise I was performing, basically I was just ripping my abdominal muscles apart. Unlike a typical hernia where surgery can fix it immediately, a sports hernia requires months of rest and physical therapy, which will allow for those small tears to eventually scar up and heal. I was very pleased to hear that I didn't have to undergo surgery, but very unhappy when I wasn't allowed to run for six months. And that was very problematic for me, considering I was running between 21 and 35 miles per week for more years than I can count. Running is more than exercise for me. It is therapy. I only had myself to blame for this, though. The reason why I ended up with the sports hernia in the first place was because I decided I wanted to improve my overall athletic capability with a focus on strengthening my upper body and core muscles. So I signed up with a trainer to begin CrossFit workouts twice a week. I increased my weekly mileage running to between 30 to 45 miles per week. And I continued to play competitive tennis twice a week. It wasn't long after making that decision that I began feeling the pain associated with the tearing of abdominal muscles. But I, I couldn't stop. I continued to run and play tennis and do my CrossFit workouts. No pain, no gain, right? That's what I thought. All along, my body was screaming at me, and I wasn't listening. The body is constantly working towards homeostasis, which is a multitude of highly complex interactions to maintain balance or return systems to functioning within a normal range. Some examples of homeostasis include body temperature, that perfect 98.6 degrees Fahrenheit, acid base or pH balance, glucose concentration in the blood, you don't want too much sugar in the blood, calcium levels, fluid volume, basically a lot of things that we never really think about. And parts of the body, the liver, the kidneys, the lungs, the skin, the brain, they're all helping to maintain homeostasis. The body is the most complex and perfect machine ever to exist. God was truly on his game that day 
when he created the human body. Our bodies even regulate our body type, as I discovered when all that upper body strengthening was lost within two months after my injury. My body brought me back to homeostasis for my body type. I'm made to be fast and lean. I'm not made to bench press 180 pounds 20 times in a row. When we don't listen to our bodies, it's very easy to get out of balance. And the further we push our body out of balance by abusing our bodies with whatever the abuse happens to be, such as too much alcohol or too much sugar consumption or lack of sleep, or in my case, an overuse injury, the body has to work even harder to get back into balance. This is when the body begins to break down. Our immunity drops, we get sick, we begin to feel pain, we expose ourselves to what's known as homeostatic imbalance. When in homeostatic imbalance, we open ourselves to diseases and injuries. All of this happens because we don't listen to our bodies. So why aren't we listening to our bodies? It's because we are constantly surrounded by noise. Think about it. We are always surrounded by the weapons of mass distraction, the TV, the computer, the phone, the radio, or even other people around us. As the technology becomes more accessible, the noise gets louder. The fewer opportunities for us to surround ourselves with quiet, to listen to our bodies. We are experiencing a time right now when the noise has never been louder. Think about it. How often during your waking hours do you find a quiet place to just think? If you're like most of us, you probably do the opposite. You probably add noise when it gets too quiet because it kind of feels odd when there's just silence. If we took time to find silence, we could begin to be mindful of what our body is trying to say. When we are not listening to our body, we are not in balance. When we are not in balance, we are not functioning at our highest level. In order to be the best you can be, in order for you to be the most effective you can be at your job, with your family, running your business, being a leader, taking care of your kids, you need to be in balance with your body first. This past summer, the Pew Research Center which is a nonpartisan fact tank that informs the public about the issues, attitudes, and trends shaping America and the world, released a survey that found that Americans are now more polarized in their political views than in any point in the past two decades, so much so that substantial majorities of Americans with strong liberal or conservative views would prefer to live in communities and associate with friends that share similar opinions and political ideals. What this means is that more Americans than any time in recent history are avoiding people with conflicting opinions, ideas, religions, and socioeconomic backgrounds. On top of that, technology exacerbates the issue because we can spend our whole day, every day, watching television shows and going on internet sites that share our opinions to the point where we begin to believe that our opinions are the correct ones and anyone else with an opposing opinion is not only wrong, but may be dangerous. 
we are becoming more and more imbalanced as a society. But think about it. Should we be surprised considering we are more and more imbalanced as individuals? The more we avoid associating with people of different backgrounds, viewpoints, religions, and political thinking, the weaker we get as a society and as individuals. When we do this, we are not functioning at our highest levels as a society. We need balance. The same exact thing happens in business. Most small companies don't have any kind of policies or procedures or tools to assist in hiring the right people. What typically happens is the owner of the company is very busy and sees the task of hiring as a waste of time and often sees the hiring of employees as more of an additional expense than anything else. So the owner will place an ad on Craigslist or in the newspaper, get some resumes, rush through reviewing them, maybe call in two people, fail to ask for or check references, and immediately hire someone based upon that first interview. That process happens all the time, especially when the owner is hiring for the first time or right at the beginning stages of the growth period, which happens to be one of the most important stages in hiring the right people. By taking this approach, they get out what they put in. They end up with employees that aren't the right fit because more often than not, they don't think through the role this person will be playing. So what they end up doing is hiring people that tend to be just like them. I once worked with an entrepreneur who didn't take hiring seriously and spent as little time as possible on the task. Now this man's strengths included marketing, and sales, and creating great ideas for new products and services. His biggest weakness was failure to implement. Over time, as he grew, he began to hire lots of people just like him, and his company was beginning to suffer because of it. He finally realized he had a problem when he would have his weekly team meetings, and instead of staying focused on the tasks at hand the meeting would invariably turn into a discussion about new ideas for products and services. He said the room would ignite with great ideas, and in his words, the meeting was magical. Everyone was excited and ready to get started on these all these new great ideas and, and exciting new services and products, but once the meeting ended, no one actually implemented anything, so nothing would get accomplished. This lack of focus continued each week, and his company was suffering. After a few meetings like that, he realized he needed more balance in his company. He needed to put the proper time into hiring and realized he needed people that had similar values but were the opposite of him in skill. A mantra one of my mentors taught me was to surround yourself with people that complement your weaknesses. In order to have the most effective team, we need balance. In order to create that balance, he changed three things, three simple things that everybody should follow. Get the team involved. Don't hire by yourself. Get your team involved it is critical to have multiple people in the decision process, from screening the resumes to conducting the interviews to being involved in the post-interview discussion and decision 
process. And it also saves a ton of time for not only the people interviewing, but the candidate as well. The second thing he did, he started checking references. This may be the most underutilized part of the interview process. The reason employers tend to avoid checking references is because they don't want to spend the time and they make the assumption that the references are the candidate's choice so they're not going to hear anything but exceptional responses. And that's probably true, especially in this litigious age. But you can read between the lines by listening to nonverbal cues, such as their tone and energy in expressing how they feel about that candidate. Considering that these are the candidate's selections, if the reference doesn't have great things to say, and at least a couple of examples why they feel that way and or just don't have a good reason why that reference isn't trying to hire this candidate themselves, then I know I quickly become less interested in that candidate. The last and most important change is the personality profile, also known as behavioral assessment. It's an excellent tool with regard to narrowing the field down to the most appropriate candidate for a particular position. This tool can provide excellent insight into the behaviors, attributes, attitudes, patterns, and values of each candidate, thus allowing the company to include something other than the team's opinions, which could at times be biased. It also is a great tool to help create balance, especially in the early stages of the business when hiring is so, so very important. Not only does this tool help you understand important characteristics of the candidates, it helps you understand your own. That's right. You need to understand yourself first. Once you take the personality profile, you will now have a way to determine if this new candidate will in fact complement your weaknesses as well as fulfill the needs you have for that position. Once again, it begins with you. We need to understand ourselves first. We need to listen to our bodies. By starting there, by spending 10 minutes per day in a place where you can be quiet with no distractions, you're just surrounded by quiet, you can listen to what your body has been trying to tell you forever. You can listen to what your body is saying. You will hear it by finally focusing on that feeling of pain that you might be experiencing in your knee or your hip or your stomach. You will hear your body talking to you by thinking about that goal to get more involved with volunteering that somehow you know will make you feel better. You will hear it by focusing on the need to quit that bad habit you seem to never have time to think about. You will hear it by finally starting that exercise program you have always planned to start but never did. You will hear it in your own unique way. But you will hear it. And by starting with you, you can create the balance that will allow you to be exceptional 
at all you do. You owe it to your family, to your business, to the world, and to yourself to be exceptional and to share your greatness. So take some time to listen. Shh. Do you hear your body now? I know I do. I hope you have a great day.